0: Alright, what's going on everybody? Welcome back. Elevate Your Standards Podcast. Happy Monday. I'm your host, as always, Derek Lauder, guys. And today we have an amazing episode. We're going to talk about the three parts of a decision. How those parts link together and how most people just think of a decision as one linear thing. They think of it as something that you choose yes or no, maybe an A, a B, or a C. But they don't usually think about the three parts of the decision, how those go together. And we're going to break that down. And really, a decision is, comp- is composed of a risk And then the decision based on that risk and then an outcome. And you have to see how all three of those link together to know if you're making the right decision based on the risk and to know that outcomes really don't affect your risk or your decision and they shouldn't in the future. But we'll talk about all that in the podcast. It's a little bit of a confusing topic, but once you understand it, I promise it'll change the way you look at short term, long term, and really every decision you do make, especially investment decisions or any decision involving risk or money like that to get started though guys I really want to ask you a favor if you're not subscribed to this podcast already please subscribe to the podcast you get the episodes like four or five hours earlier because they come out earlier in the morning and sometimes the podcast uh, you know podcast services don't update until 1 or 2 p.m. so the podcast doesn't come out until then unless you're subscribed also send this to a friend five star rate us it really really helps helps us grow we're getting a lot of listeners through these first episodes we're already on episode 31 we're going to stay consistent and hopefully in the next couple years guys we can be one of the top business podcasts on iTunes so Thanks again for tuning in. I really do appreciate it, guys. Thanks for all your support, and let's get right into it. So today's episode, we're going to talk about the three different parts of a decision, the risk, the decision based on the risk, and the outcome. Quickly, let's overview kind of how those go together, guys, because a lot of people just view decisions as one single linear thing when they're not. The risk is going to be what is the irreversible negative outcome of if your decision goes wrong, okay? And then the decision based on that risk is going to be something involving odds. So you could say for like a poker hand, you know, I know I have a 60% chance to win, so I have a 40% risk to lose. Now, based on that, am I going to make the decision to call or not to call? Because of the fact of I have this much left, whatever, it's all the other factors that go into it. You end up making your decision and living with the risk or reward. Then there's the outcome. The outcome comes and it's either good or bad, but that shouldn't change how you look at the risk or the decision. It's important that you don't say, oh, I had a bad outcome, so now that was a bad decision. And that's how most people view decisions. They just say, oh, I made a good or a bad decision based on what the outcome was, but that's not really true. If you have an 80% chance to win something, a 20% chance to lose, and you make the decision to go for it, and you lose on that 20% chance, does that make that a bad decision? It really doesn't, and the key to this concept is that if you can learn in life to consistently stack up good decisions based on you know low levels of risk and high levels of reward, and then living with the outcomes, you will eventually win. You'll eventually be on top, because you're only gonna take so many L's in the outcome before the wins come, that's math if you're taking good good decisions based on low risks and high outcomes which we'll get in all to this all into this deeper into later in the episode but the key is not letting that outcome deter you from taking similar risks in the future just because you caught a bad beat or just because you know you caught a 20% chance or you took a high risk and you lost still you have to learn to live with the outcome we're going to relate this to a couple different concepts a couple different games and sports that people play so you guys can really kind of understand what i'm saying here but once you get this you'll start to make decisions a lot differently Okay, a lot differently. And once you're able to make decisions like this, live with the outcome, whatever it comes, because you're confident in the risk versus reward, uh, you know, payoff, and also your decision based on that with other factors, not only will you have much less stress, much less anxiety, but you will end up winning a lot more than you think and probably a lot more than you are right now based on your current decisions. All right, so let's jump right into risk, guys, the first part of the decision matrix. So risk in its simplest terms, and I learned this from Tim Ferriss, and really this helped me just completely changed my view of what risk I'm willing to take in my life, is to evaluate an irreversible negative outcome. That's a risk. So, for example, if you were to bet $20 on a coin flip and you lost, you lose that $20. That's an irreversible negative outcome. You know, you could say that you could, you know, try to win it back with more bets, but this is in a vacuum, the singular event. What is the risk of this coin flip? The risk is $20 because if you lose... That the irreversible negative outcome is you losing $20. So how many irreversible negative outcomes are there really in life when you're young making decisions for your career, your future? Not many, right? You choose to start a business and it fails. Is that an irreversible negative outcome? I mean, not really. What is the irreversible negative outcome of a business failing? Maybe like a little bit of debt that you got yourself in at a young age. And I'm talking about like five or six grand where people go and get into hundreds of thousands of debt with college. But again you know, what is the risk? What is the irreversible negative outcome? So let me give you an example for like golf. Let's say that you have a tee shot lined up and you know that if you pull it left because you're aiming close to the left side of the fairway, you could say close to like where the houses are on the left. So you know, if you go left, the irreversible negative outcome is your ball is lost. So that's the risk of that shot. You know, the risk is the irreversible negative outcome that your ball is going to be lost. Now, then you have to move to our next part of the matrix, which is making the decision. So then based on the fact that, you know, if I hit the ball here, the risk is that my irreversible negative outcome is I lose the ball. Okay. But now let's say I aim 50 yards, right? Okay. Now I know that my miss is left. So if I miss left, the irreversible negative outcome is still my ball is playable. That's the biggest risk. Now, that's a good decision, right? Because you have a low risk, a high payoff. If I hit a good shot, i in the fairway. If you aim so far left and you miss left, you have a very small art margin for error. Your risk is very high. The irreversible negative outcome is losing your ball. We'll go back to the poker example. Let's say that you have a hand and you know that you're 50-50 odds to win. 50-50, okay? So you know right now, if you call, there's a 50% chance that you're gonna win. Once you get deeper into poker, you can understand these odds. So 50% chance you're gonna win that's a fifty percent chance that you know whether you lose the outcome of that doesn't matter. it doesn't change the fact that you had a fifty percent chance to win in the risk, right? So your risk is losing the hand. that's your irreversible negative outcome. losing the hand, losing the money that you put into the pot. The decision is going to be based on the risk of you having a fifty percent chance to win the hand. okay, I have a fifty percent chance to win the hand. My risk of losing is an irreversible negative outcome of losing the money I put in the pot. But my reward for winning is going to be taking four times what I'm putting into the pot right now. That's what in poker is what people call pot odds, okay? And the reason people call them pot odds is because you're saying, oh, I'm only putting $20 in. And if I lose, I'm losing this $20. If I fold, I've already lost all the money I put in. But if I win, I'm going to win $400. You see what I'm saying? So you want to put... That's called pot odds. Poker is all about this, you know, kind of matrix of decision making. Like for instance, you know, what we just said about pot odds, that's all about how much is the maximum risk I can lose versus the reward I can take. And then you make a decision based on that. Is that a good decision? Is that not a good decision? So let's relate it to a business example, guys. Let's say that you have been offered an investment opportunity. All right, and it's a your friend has a startup and he's offering you this investment. They're doing pretty well. He says you give me a thousand dollars. It's all hypothetical. There aren't going to be realistic numbers. He says you give me a thousand dollars, and if everything goes right in a year, I will give you five thousand dollars back. But if my company goes bankrupt and everything goes wrong, I'm going to owe you five hundred dollars, and I'll pay that off to you over the next year in like thirty five dollars a month, whatever it comes out to be, and that'll be you know. That's how you get. So what's your maximum risk for your maximum reward? So your maximum reward, it's just kind of like a bond that your friend is offering you, like a really high high risk bond with a little bit of like a, a payoff incentive at the end that you don't have to lose all your money. You can get a little bit of it back, but it's just going to take time. So maximum, what's the risk? The irreversible negative outcome is $500, right? You could say that your friend's going to pay you back. You could even, you know, if you wanted to really be somebody who's risk adverse and, and make sure that you're being liberal on your risks and taking more risks than's probably actually happening into account. That way you can make even better decisions. You could say you're, for this scenario, your irreversible negative outcome is $1,000. Let's say that your, your friend is, is a shitty friend. It doesn't pay you back, right? So your irreversible negative outcome is $1,000, but you're going to be in contract and you could sue them. So it really is technically $500, but let's just say it's $1,000. But your maximum reward is $5,000, right? And there's not much in between that. So pretty much, you're either gonna make $5,000 or you're gonna lose $500. So now you gotta start to make your decision. Start to weigh some factors. What are the odds that this is successful? What are the odds that he's gonna have the means to pay me back in two years, like he said, and give me the $5,000? What are the odds that this is successful? Maybe you rate them at like 35% odds. Whatever it is that you do. Take in all your factors, do your pros and cons, whatever you feel comfortable with. But you should try to get yourself you know, a percentage of odds that you think that you'll be able to win. This is pretty much a bet, you know, win this investment, win this bet. So you get those odds, you get that percentage, and then you go ahead and you make your decision. So let's say you decide, yeah, I'm going to do it. I'm going to give you the thousand dollars. Okay. Now two years down the road, the outcome happens and the outcome is that he fails. You lose that thousand dollars and he pays you back $500 over the next year. He, he's true to his word. He pays you back in small, small increments, but Three years down the road, you're out $500, and you were, you were pretty bummed because you thought you might have been up $5,000. Now your new friend calls you. All right, this guy you just met, he's a really, honestly, a great business guy. You notice that right away. He's a smart, intelligent friend you just met, and he calls you, and he doesn't even know anything about this previous investment deal that you had. He just thinks knows that you have a little bit of extra cash to invest, so he calls you, and he says, hey, I am starting a business. This is my investment opportunity, and he offers you the exact same deal. He says, you give me $1,000, in in three years, if this is successful, or in two years, if this is successful, I will give you $5,000 back under these terms. But if the company is bankrupt, then I will pay you back $500 over myself over the next year. So all you're betting on is if this this business is going to be profitable by that time, if they're going to have the means to pay you back the $5,000 at that time, okay? So... If they don't then they're gonna what's called default on this you know this bond this investment or whatever it is and then your friend is going to pay you back out of his own pocket over the next year. if you don't make this same exact investment because of the fact that you got burnt on the first investment, that's not learning from your mistakes that's that's altering a uh, statistical mathematic that you've came up with or a statistic that you came up with based on a previous outcome that has nothing to do with it. That is bad data science. That is bad decision-making. That is not how you should do it. If you took the first one and you believe that this friend is an even better business mind with a better idea, you should absolutely take the second one. Not only do you have a chance to make that $500 back that you lost in the first investment, but you have a chance to make way more, and it's the same risks that you took the first time. Don't get discouraged by negative outcomes, okay? Now, with this being said, though, if you're taking a risk with you know you have a bunch of friends that are low lifes that are hitting you up for $1000 to start a business every week yeah that's not a good risk okay you want to evaluate the person evaluate how they are what are their businesses what are their what is the chances that we're, that this is going to be successful you know but it, you know this isn't about investing this is not you know any kind of investment or anything advice i'm just trying to use examples to show you guys this decision matrix and how outcomes shouldn't affect your decisions Okay, they shouldn't affect the fact they shouldn't affect the fact that you should make a decision based on the risk and then the mitigating and you know adding factors based on that you make your decision on where you decide what's worth it. We'll go through one more example just to show you. I'm gonna tie this all together with another golf example. So let's say that you are in a you're teeing off on a on a par three on a, on a golf course and there's water to the right. Okay, and water to the right Green in the middle. And you know that you hit your ball, if you miss, you hit your ball right. Okay. So are you going to aim for the center of the green? Are you going to aim left of the green? Knowing that if you aim left of the green and you miss, it's going to be in the center of the green. Knowing that if you aim left of the green and you hit it good, it's going to be fine. I mean, it's going to be left, but it's going to be fine. You have a chance to make bogey or whatever it is. Okay. So the risk, the irreversible negative outcome of hitting the ball to the left of the green, the irreversible negative outcome, even if you miss, is it goes in the middle of the green. So the worst thing that can happen is the ball's to the left of the green. Now, if you aim to the center of the green, okay, and you miss, the ball's in the water. So all of a sudden, just by changing where you aim, you've changed your irreversible negative outcome from bad shot to horrible shot, from left of the green to in the water. So right now, you've decided, okay, this is where I'm aiming. This is the decision I'm gonna make. I'm not gonna decide to take the risk of having an irreversible negative outcome of being in the water. I'm gonna decide to take the risk of having the irreversible negative outcome being my ball landing to the left of the green. Then you hit your shot. If the ball goes to the left of the green, you didn't make the wrong decision. It's not like, oh, wow, I hit that ball straight. I should have aimed for the middle of the green. No, because guess what? There's still a chance you missed it. It goes in the water and you ruin your round. If you do that enough, you will eventually make good scores because you are doing the right thing and you're not making the big number. You're not having a big risk. Your irreversible negative outcome is smaller. Therefore, over time, your scores will be lower. All right, guys, I think you understand this matrix by now. I know I spent a lot of time on it, but it's it's really an important topic. Understand this. Start to do this. Start to look at your decisions, not as a, was that a good decision or a bad decision, based on the outcome. See if that was a good decision or a bad decision based on the risk. Completely different concept, guys. Make sure you get that through your head. It is very important. Thank you for tuning in. As always, elevate your standards. You guys have a great week. Uh, actually, on Friday, guys, we have a really special episode coming. We're gonna be launching uh, boot camp Discipline boot camp that's gonna be coming on... Thursday, I'm starting. We're gonna be officially launching it on Friday for everybody. It is the Live Discipline Bootcamp and that podcast episode on Friday is gonna be all about what it is, why it matters, why you should do it and how it's gonna hopefully change your life, change your habits, make you a more successful and more disciplined person over time. So thank you guys for tuning in. As always, you can follow me at Derek Lauder on all social medias. You can, like I said, please subscribe, Elevate Your Standards Podcast on all platforms or at the website, DerekLauder.com podcast. Thanks, guys. Have a great week. Elevate your standards.